I'm Denise Urbans. And I'm Mike Urbans. And welcome to It's Your Water. We're glad you found us. Today's topic is oxidation with manganese dioxide treated media. Specifically, we're going to talk about Pyrolox Advantage. And we know about Pyrolox. That's been around for a while. And now you're telling me we have Pyrolox Advantage. What is Pyrolox and how does that differ from Advantage? Well, Pyrolox we used many years ago for uh, treating sulfur, iron, and manganese. And it worked very well because it was concentrated manganese dioxide ore. It's 100% ore. Mm -hmm. But the disadvantage was it's extremely heavy at 120 pounds per cubic foot. So you would need a lot of backwash water or use real skinny tanks to be able to get the lift to expand the mediate and to expel the oxidized material out of it. Got it. So this is a problem, but through the magic of innovation, they said, why? And this is nothing new. I mean, a Pyrolox Advantage has been around for a while, for a while. but mm-hmm. we just did this podcast and we said, wouldn't it be great to talk about Pyrolox Advantage over, because it's a great tool in the toolbox. And what they've done and the difference with what they've done is they've, were able to use sand and attach the manganese to the outside of the sand. The sand is, is a lighter material. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of getting the advantage of Pyrolox, but in a lighter filter media at 44 pounds per half a cube. So it's 80, it's roughly 86 pounds per cube. So they package it in 80, uh, what I was getting at is mm-hmm. half cubic foot bags. bags and I'll, I'll address that later. But so 120 pounds versus around 86 pounds, roughly a big difference. And we'll get into the tech of it. So, this media, it's pretty good material to apply to those iron, manganese, and sulfur. So this how they figured it out at Prince Media. They have a state-of-the-art facility in Alabama. Mm-hmm. They moved it around some other place. It was in the well, UK. It was in the UK, yeah. And then I think it originally contracted out of Brazil. I'm giving away some inside stuff there. Some other things are made in Brazil, but... They moved it to a state-of-the-art facility in, in Alabama. But here's the advantage. The real advantage of Parallax Advantage is the people at Prince, Prince Media is, is a, a huge corporation. And they do, as with anything, other things. And they apply it to other departments. And they say, well, wouldn't it be great to be use our, this is the, the key word, metallurgical grade manganese dioxide. Other people in the world who are making a similar material mm-hmm. don't have the mer- metallurgical grade manganese dioxide. So they're they're just like with Botox. I mean, with Botox, they went <laughs> yeah. from being a skin. Well, I wouldn't you know, want group. They improved subgrade. They they improved your wrinkles, but they also helped your headaches. So see, so they use that metallurgical grade across the grade. Got yeah. it. So so. It's super pure, and the power is in the, in the purity, just like me. I'm very pure. <sighs> I'm very pure. So what happens is you get quicker oxidation than the other guys. It's 
pure. So it's like kind of like running your car on racing fuel, but for the same cost of regular gas. Oh, okay. So, so you're getting, it's still gasoline, right? But one has a lot more octane. So your car runs quicker, smoother, faster. And so. Do you burn more of it? <laughs> you burn, no. Your gas, what you would burn here is oxidation, was your regenerants. So, unlike the old materials like green sand, mm -hmm. it was called manganese green sand. Back in the day, you could only use potassium permanganate, which was the purple goo. It was horrible, horrible stuff. It was a stainer and permanent, and it was, it was horrible. People, if it malfunctioned, they would get purple water in their house. Yeah, yeah. So the nice thing is with the metallurgical grade manganese dioxide, you can use good old chlorine. You can use air, like the AIO valves out there, air suckers. You can use uh, a weaker ozone. And even though in the, in the literature they say don't use peroxide, that's anything above 7% peroxide. Concentrated peroxide will start burning the manganese off. Mm -hmm. Here's your rules of engagement. This is all good. You know what it's about. Metallurgical grade manganese dioxide on a silica sand substrate. It's lighter, easier to backwash. However, there are rules. One that people really don't look at is has manganese dioxide so if you're, you're, we're using this to oxidize. So your oxidation potentials increase with pH. The big mistakes I see is the literature will say, oh, you can use 6.5 pH to 8.5. They give you a range. Forget that. This is the real world, and this is why I'm doing the podcast. I, I, this is all about real world guys in the trenches telling me what they find and how they fail. You should keep the pH above 7.5 because your oxidation potentials go up extremely high, better. It's more efficient at higher pHs. So your oxidants like chlorine, peroxide, permanganate, air, ozone, all work more efficiently at a higher pH. So let's keep the range between 7.5 and 8.5. What happens if we're at 6 or 6.5? What can happen is you slow it down so your, your oxidation doesn't happen fast. Will the manganese come off? Manganese can slough off of the material. Yeah. yeah. So you trade pH, one problem for another problem. You can create a, a worse problem. You can create a manganese problem. So I had a call the other day. I'm getting manganese out of my bed. And I said, what's your pH? 6.5. Okay. You know, there it is. You're actually eroding the manganese off the manganese dioxide. And you're saying, well, how can manganese dioxide remove manganese? Well, it does. It actually, it's a uh, chemical reaction that, that manganese actually plates out onto the, onto the manganese dioxide. But less efficiently as sulfur and iron. Manganese is a bugger to remove. So if you're removing manganese, so you have manganese in your water along with your iron, along with your sulfur... You better get your pH up there because if you don't, it doesn't work as efficiently. You really have to get it chemistry balanced, your pH balanced, or you're going to have a problem with manganese removers specifically. Iron, iron and 
sulfur are easy to remove. So what else? What else do we need to know? Be sure you have enough water to backwash. Remember, we were talking about that earlier. Mm -hmm. Twelve gallon a minute per square foot. That's not per cubic foot. It's per square foot. Remember, go back on one of my podcasts. I I did. Uh, no, we didn't do that. Yeah, no, we didn't did. do that one. No. Yeah, square foot versus. No, you wanted okay. to. I wouldn't let you. All right, you. we'll go on the website. There's the whole. Oh, I no. do classes on cubic foot versus square foot. Right. I'm getting all confused at my old age. <laughs> So 12 gallon a minute per square foot, basically a 10 inch tank is a half a square foot. So you only need six gallon a minute. Okay. Pretty easy math. Yeah. Use the cheat sheet. That's on our website. Bed depth. You have kinetics. You have flow water running through this tank. So you don't have enough bed depth, 25 inches. You'll have leakage. Okay. So if you're leaking half a part per million, it might as well be zero because you're going to create staining. You say, well, look, I removed your iron from three to a half a part. Yeah. doesn't matter. No. Because it's still going to stain. Is the sulfur still going to stain? The sulfur can you know, bleed through. Yeah. Sulfur is fairly easy to do. Okay. So. 25. 25 inch, inch minimum. Minimum bed depth. bed depth. How much do we put in that? Well, you're saying here. Oh, on the script. That's yeah. about a half a cubic foot. Half a, no, a half a cubic, what well, depends on the diameter of the tank. Okay. So you got to know that. Right. 10-inch yeah. tank, 12-inch tank, 13-inch tank. That's what we all use out there is 9, 10, 12, 13. For, this is residential. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're specifically going residential here. Okay. It's packaged in half a cubic foot bags. Be careful. People think they get a bag, they think it's a cubic foot. It's a 44-pound or 42 now. They they changed. When they went to Alabama, they changed 42 the- 42 pounds in a bag and 48 bags on a pallet. It's a lot nicer than an 86-pound bag. You know, your back is saved. So, pH, got enough backwash, minimum bed depth. If you don't have enough backwash, you have to go with two smaller tanks. But the advantage of two smaller tanks is you can use one tank to backwash the other with clean water. Mm -hmm. So twin it to win it is my, um, my new moniker be because in, look for that podcast. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Regenerant, nice thing is chlorine. Everybody has that. I'm not going to get into specifics how much. Ozone, but weak ozone, powerful ozone, you can burn the manganese coating off. Bad idea. So weak ozone is these, I call it the air suckers. The ozone generator that draw in ozone as a regenerant on like a brine, modified brine cycle, brine draw. They, they have an ozone generator, draws in the ozone, creates an ozone pocket, and the water cascades through that, super oxygenates the water, and acts as the catalyst, which does the oxidation reduction. So... Be careful. 7% peroxide, not too much. You could use permanganate, but why? You can, but it's too many disadvantages for your advantage. And mix it up. Here's another podcast I'm going to harken back to is Filter Ag Plus, which is a, a filter media. I've been doing this quite a bit. Use some Pyrolox Advantage and some Filter Ag Plus. In one tank? In one tank. You can combine the both or 
about the same exact backwash abilities. Mm -hmm. One's a little bit heavier, so they'll stratify. Mm -hmm. But what happens is what the Pyrolox Advantage might miss, the Filter Egg Plus will catch. So mixed bed is a great, great advantage. I keep saying that. Mm -hmm. So you can mix them two things in one tank, and neither will be hurt by the oxidation. It'll actually enhance the uh, performance. And we've been doing that quite quite often. So that's really it. It's just another tool in the toolbox that we always yak about here. Mm -hmm. And we're removing iron? Iron, manganese, great for, uh, great for iron and sulfur. Mm -hmm. Manganese is a, is a tough oh, one. Yeah. So when you, if you're removing manganese with manganese dioxide, you got to slow your water flow down or make your bed deep or mm -hmm. do the twin thing because the kinetics or the, the oxidation reaction is slower. It's hard to remove manganese. It's a real bugger. But sulfur and iron, How boy, much iron? does a great job. How much iron? I don't push them past five. If you go five parts per million, if you have 18 or 10 parts per million, it becomes a sacrificial lamb. You have to polish it with something. It's there. It takes a big hit. But your bed depth becomes so big, your tanks become so many that it's hard. You've got an industrial system yeah. in your basement. Yeah. If you go above five, you better twin it. Use two tanks. In series? One to regenerate. No, no, no. Parallel. Parallel. Yeah. Or alternating one to pull to regenerate the other and vice versa. So with twin tanks, you can actually clean with right. treated water. You backwash with treated water. Right. It makes a huge difference when you have real nasty water. How much sulfur will it remove? Two to three parts per million. But this is the other thing. People, they, a lot of people read the brochures and it looks great. Yeah, you say, oh my gosh, look, it removes all this iron, removes all this manganese, removes all this sulfur. But what you're doing, I always say this, is you're taking up seats on the bus and you push it. There's loading factors. And you put too much, say, three parts per million sulfur and five parts per million iron and one part per million manganese. It's a formula. And we should post that to the website. There's there's formulas out there, but it, it really, some people use 1,200 parts per million. Per, combined? Yeah, combined per cubic foot runtime. So if you put all that on there and then your capacity is only 1,200 parts per million and you can do the math, uh, you know, say it's 10, you know, 1,200, you get 100, 120 gallons. And it's not much before you have to backwash it and introduce a chlorine and i like continually feeding chlorine and some people will regenerate it with a tub of chlorine and like you would with a brine system so what does the system look like there's a backwash head in a tank a backwash head in a tank but now but now you're continually feeding chlorine what are we doing there are we are we putting in a stenter pump with a tank or yeah you can put a chemical feed pump that's actuated with water flow okay and as the water flows, the pump turns on and puts just enough chlorine to keep it to active. keep it fresh. Will that keep, harm the filter ag if you have it in there as well? No, mm -mm. no, actually help. So, but if you feed too much chlorine, you may have some iron. Well, you just get chlorine in treated water. 
So this is something that is good for a dealer who, who maybe has to go in and look at the chlorine level if the homeowner isn't inclined or the, the uh, homeowner can buy the chlorine and put it in there as they well. They can put it in 6.25%, just your right. regular bleach or your pool grade. Okay. Non, uh, if you're using pool chlorine, make sure it doesn't have biocides in it. But yeah, sodium hypochlorite, right. of course. So, and of course, this media, Pyrolox and Pyrolox Advantage, they're both NSF certified, WQA gold seal, one yeah, or the other. Uh, NSF 61. 61? Yeah. Okay. Well, it yeah. sounds like another, uh, like you like to say, it's another tool in the toolbox, and that's what we're here for. And does that sum everything up? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. pretty much, pretty much uh, straightforward. Just be careful what you do and uh, contact us if you need some particulars, but... It's just uh, it's a great little tool in the toolbox okay. that we like to talk about. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye.